hey there, it's Law Smith, uh, sitting here with Sweat Equity. Woo! Here's my co-host, Caleb Fuddy. Howdy, howdy. And uh, we want to talk about the douchiest word in business, branding, how to build your brand. What is a brand? What does that mean? We're going to get into it right about now. Business! So if we had a uh, if we had a good brand for our podcast, Sweat Equity, this would be uh, the point of the episode where we'd have an advertiser. Since we don't have an advertiser, like we don't have any. Yeah, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're gonna build this brand though. We're we're building it. Real we're, we're realistic, <laughs> realistic entrepreneurial help, small business help, startup help. Yep. Uh, or you already have a business. It's a small business, but you got to stay lean. Uh, this would be this area, this chunk in the beginning. We'll do it like WTF or Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and we'll just have it at the top of the show. Since yeah. we don't have that, we uh, don't have the part for you to fast forward through. <laughs> I I kind of listen to it sometimes. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because podcast advertising. I feel like those sponsors a lot of the time. Now it's starting to get broad. Uh, like with Geico advertising and stuff. Right, right. But like Rogan's advertisers are like Squarespace mm-hmm. and on it and things that... Ferris has uh, MeUndies and, I, and those kind of brands. And it, I bought them. Oh, uh, really? They're great. I'm wearing oh. them right now. Interesting. They feel awesome. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't so ride... So he ain't lying. No, and that, that's why I like... I kind of like listening to the advertisements on podcasts because right. I can find out about uh, the Nest cameras that came out. Or, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of the the companies that advertise on these uh, these podcasts are a little bit um, different than your traditional companies. They're taking a, a traditional approach or a less traditional approach, um, and that's why I think they pick that sort of outlet to advertise. That's where their their market is are well, the people it, that listen to Ferris, that listen to Rogan. It's such a targeted listenership. You, right. If you're listening to this, you probably have your headphones in, your you know your iPhone headphones in, or something like that. You're in a like cubicle that. somewhere. Or yeah, or throwing darts at your boss's face <laughs> on your cubicle. Or you're that dude that wears Beats to the gym. It's like, come yeah. on, man, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I get it. You don't want to hear anything yeah. else. Uh, but this is where we put an ad. I liked hearing the advertisements. Again, you. Uh, those advertisers are trying to get n- not a broad shot. It's not the general insurance. Who the fuck buys that, by the way? Yeah. With a p- penguin and a general. It's like, got to get me that insurance. I'd rather have the penguin. But what does the penguin have to do with anything? It's just cool. And it's like 1997, like 3D it's animation. It's got to be easier than a dog. I-, I don't understand the general at all, but people buy it. Yeah. Uh, people are dumb. And that's that. Uh, hey, not lot, you, listeners. No, no. If you're listening to this, you're you're smart enough to be here. You're proactive. You want to learn more. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm doing something else. I'll clean my place. Mm-hmm. I'll you know clean up the desk area of the office. Do something productive, but don't just zone out completely. Maybe I can learn something. Exactly. But with uh, the podcast advertising, they uh, they're not hitting a laggard community. They're hitting the first movers. And they want to see how well that does. If you're hitting the smart people, dumb people will follow eventually, right? Yeah. So. Well, if you're or if lazy. 
if you have uh, you know if you, if you're in business and you, you've probably heard it a million times that you need to surround yourself by people who are smarter than you yeah. and that's how you you end up with growth uh, both personally and and in business um, so hopefully you are the dumbest person in the room uh, oh yeah because you've, you've you've done something right to, to set yourself into that position and uh, you won't be the dumbest person in the room for long I think hopefully you'll be the most successful person in that room I think a lot of what I, I people always thought I was older, about five, six years older than I am. I'm 31, mm-hmm. and it's because I hung out with guys that were 35. Is that why? <laughs> is that why? 35 and 36 years old that could. I, I'm hanging at their level. Also, I had two older sisters, so you're always trying to hang with them. Right. So it keeps you like, I don't know. I, I feel like you absorb so much more by trying to keep up with the Joneses. That yeah. That's, it's not my sisters, but all right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> instead of doing an ad right here, uh, what what we'll do is we'll pimp one of our, our clients. We'll uh. pimp our website, which is tocoworks.com. We're Tokobaga uh, Consulting, and we kind of handle everything from a uh, startup idea to medium business and mostly on the online side of the, the business facets. Right. Um, and we'll pimp uh, Waterloo washrooms in the Tampa Bay area. If you need a luxury mobile restroom, the worst is when you go to a wedding and they didn't they they didn't think about that. It, it didn't it, it didn't even get on their list. It, it's it's one of those things like really you had an outdoor wedding or really you had a wedding at this farm that had one bathroom. I, they they may have had the conversation where it, you know what are they going to do for the bathroom? It's like they're not going to go to the bathroom. They're going to be drinking and eating the whole time. Right. Nobody goes to the bathroom after that. Right. And then one uncle shits it up, and yeah. you're like. God damn it. And it's done. Fucking it's done. Now people are leaving early because they got to go deuce. And Uncle Ralph fucking ruined everything, man. He, he was a plus one. He actually wasn't invited. Oh, shit. He was brought as a plus one. And that's what makes it worse. Well, the, our aunt's got to come, you know. But mm. here's the thing. Waterloo Washrooms, uh, it's one of our clients. We're very proud uh, to have them as a client. It's been amazing thus far. Just started about four months ago, and we're already having to buy more trailers. Uh, so... I'm excited about that. You you bring it up. It's all customer service when you're there. Yep. And no, here's here's the big thing. They have what's called a looper on site. A looper. A looper. Why don't Why don't you fill everybody in not on a, what the looper a, is? Not a bathroom attendant, because those suck. Yes. You know the awkward feeling where you go to the bathroom and you're like, oh fuck, a bathroom attendant, and you're like, all uh, right. Yo, can I score a? Can you slip a piece of that juicy fruit in here while I'm uh, while I'm washing these hands, please? Yeah. I swear I'll give you a dollar. I like the guys that just don't talk. Those guys are like when you just like they're too right. they're too good for the bathroom they, they attendant jobs, but they're <laughs> but they showed up anyways. Right, they yeah. don't hand you anything. They're not like hustling. I'm cool with those guys. They're essentially a statue. Real recognize real. They're kind of like those. Uh, they remind me of those like uh, you put it on your your roof like a bird statue, so no other birds attack yep. the house. Yep, it's kind of like that. Like that's how I feel about those guys. They just set the tone early. It's like yo, we're not friends. I'm just here to give you soap. We're not right. friends. Don't look me in the eye. We we don't we don't need that communication. But the dudes I'm who hustle, soap. it sucks because then you never yeah. want to use the bathroom. So yeah, because you're like fuck, yeah. I gotta tip this guy every time I, I go take a piss. I've had twelve beers, so the ne- like thirteenth yeah. beer, it's gonna it's, I'm gonna have to go. This again. isn't the last time I'm gonna see you. My my prostate's uh, swollen. You know, at this well, point. that's the other thing. It, there's no there's no downtime for someone to not be in the bathroom if you've got to go drop some heat. There's always someone there standing guard while you're trying to, and it's like, can we make a little noise? Can you put on some music? And usually, 
they've they're like streaming music from some like app on their like pay as you go phone. Yep. And it's you know coming in a little chopped up. So there's a little bit of ambience noise in there, you know, breaking up the deuce, but it's just not a comfortable situation for well, anybody. If you're deucing, plus you feel like you're on a timer. Like that yeah. guy knows you've been they in there. They need quick turnover. You've been blowing it up for five yeah. minutes playing yeah. Angry Birds too. It and goes it's up like, a dollar a minute after right. five. Yeah. So uh, no more of that. The looper, it's an old school name actually for uh, for like a uh, an attendant um, that our idea was vi- basically he just loops around and cleans up everything. The looper. Yeah. yeah. And he's an on-site customer service for Waterloo Washrooms. Nice. Go to waterlooowashrooms.com. You can check him out on Facebook and uh, Instagram. It's a really great thing. And this kind of dovetails right into this episode about branding. Yep. Because, uh, you know, it is, it's like we said at the top of the show, it's the douchiest word you hear now. Yeah. Because social media has kind of made it like, everybody's got a brand. Uh, And maybe I hear it more than uh, normal people, like uh, people not interested in the business side of everything. Mm -hmm. But like, I also hear this a lot with like uh, musicians and like a perfect example, the fat Jew. Yeah. Oh my on gosh. Instagram, the Jeez. joke stealer. If you yeah. don't know in the comedy world, stealing jokes is like basically being Jared Fogel. It's yeah, it is. It's the lowest of low. Right. And right. so um, he has a brand and it crumbled once uh, everybody, he got a deal with like one of the big agencies and all and then a deal with Comedy Central and he's telling everybody, Oh no, I'm building my brand and kept pushing that and he's like, I didn't even know jokes are being stolen. Well, you should know that. Yeah, you should probably You're the know top that. of the heap. Yeah. And it's your face and your moniker. I- ignorance is not uh is not innocence. Right. Uh exactly. And that's his brand. And his brand went down because it didn't ha it's a house of cards essentially. Yep. Um with Waterloo it was an interesting story. Uh, we had our friend come to us, um, and within a week, we came up with the name Waterloo as in a loo, uh, and our part, our business partner, Josh, was able to knock out a simple brand book, and that that is something I, I'm experiencing a lot of businesses don't even have that that part. That's And imp- that's such a foundational piece, the, the brand book, and it's it's something that... You know, when you're in the beginning phases of um, your, this is more than an idea. It's starting to move into uh, the realm of, hey, w- we have clients. We're moving. You know, at maybe a slow pace or a small scale, um, but we are moving, and we do have things going on. You know, having that branding and that brand book is so important to fall back on mm-hmm. when. You know, you're looking for new and fresh ideas and you may say, man, I'm going to make this social media post or I'm going to make this blog post or I want to, you know, redo this page on the website. You need that foundational guide to go by with everything going as as basic as your your company colors and and uh, logo and alternate logo. Yep. You know, and keeping it consistent so that when people go to your social media pages, when they go to your website, they're not sitting there and they click on another page and they say, well, what is, am I still, what company is this? Right. Is this st- are, what are we talking about on this page? It looks so different from the other ones. Or why does this Instagram post look different from all their other ones? You don't want to confuse anyone at any time as to 
what your mission is, what you're about, or whose right. page they're on, or what they're looking at. So it's so important to be able to fall back on that brand book to keep you on on track. So, so you know, I had someone kind of, I had one of my friends that was talking shit to me about running my own uh, consulting company, and I was like, okay, okay uh, uh, and you. When we were setting this up, you have to set yourself up for your friends to keep you honest like that, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, what do you know? And they didn't know I've been the fucking nerd. <laughs> like, I nerd out. The, no one, no, none of my, like, best friends, you know, some of my best friends don't know just how hard I work. They're like, you know how to read, funny guy? The, huh? Yeah, right. Every yeah. Uh, I walk into people, they're like, Won't you read I thought this you were aloud? just doing stand-up. I was like, you don't make money doing stand-up. <laughs> uh, so... What I was uh, talking to him about, he was like, all right, define to me what a brand is. And I was like, that's like you, that's like, if you can tell me what the definition of just is, yeah. I'll, uh, can you do it? Yeah. Give give me that. Give me the definition of just. I'll be here. I, I was like, that's kind of like, that's, this can be as a sprawling and um, it can be vague because brand can go, it can literally kind of sprawl across every part of your business right. because even your customer service is part of your brand um let's see uh who has a uh, good customer service i was trying to think th- of this the other day hmm. um sample can we use here let's say you have a. am trying to think uh maybe zappos okay okay um they they really put a lot of initiative uh, a lot of their energy into customer service and bringing that back in an age of no customer service they want to have that on returns because they know they have a high return rate right uh they knew that going into it uh 10 years ago mm-hmm. it's shoes <laughs> you try on a bunch of shoes when they're tangible in front of you at Foot Locker or whatever you're at yeah. you know they knew this is going to be a facet of their company and that's going to build brand loyalty because if i buy new ASICs running shoes, you know, oh shit, I got the wrong version of, of the ASICs I wanted. If I call back, hey, can can I get a shipping slip? Oh, there's no charge on the shipping slip? Okay. Oh, the customer service person was really nice and uh, like really thoughtful, went out of their way. They actually use uh, part of their brain to figure this yeah. out instead of just being like, well. Yeah, the manual says right. I should say this to you. The opposite of that is like yeah. AT&T. Uh, or Verizon, right? Any cell phone company. You know, when you when you call, and I, you know, I don't want to totally. I'll, bash, I'll, I'll I'll keep you in. Bash Verizon here, but I, I had to call Verizon one time, like we all have at, at one point or another, and um, called them and said, "Yeah, you know, if I can get somebody out here, we need to have this reset or looked at or whatever the issue was." And the the guy on the phone <laughs> fires back. He's like, okay, we can have somebody there tomorrow uh, between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's perfect. I was like, that's great because I don't, I don't have to go to work on Wednesday. Nah. Because I, it's not like I have a job or bills to pay. So I'll just wait here between 8 and 5 right. and hope you show up. Yeah. That's perfect. I'll see, I'll see you Wednesday. Thanks. We, we all make apps at home. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, and that's, what <laughs> I, that's what I do. And I, I usually just sit around. I just watch TV. So yeah, that's that, good. That window, I... We had it for this office, and I, I was, we have a bar downstairs called The Bricks, and I just sat, I had to just sit there, and I was like, uh, I had an afternoon window, and I was like, well, I'm, if I'm working on my laptop downstairs using their Wi-Fi, but it's not secure, so I don't want to do too much client stuff, I just was like, all right, I guess I'll start drinking on this Friday, 
while I wait for this guy who's late, who already missed the window. It was already like yeah. 30 minutes. And you get, no, you get no benefit from them. It's not like if we don't give you a receipt for your pizza, it's free. Right. There, did you just sit and wait longer? He no. He was. He at least said he's sorry. I don't even get that half the it. time. He oh no, uh, Jose was a good guy. You think I so? liked him? Yeah. I'm, I try okay. to be as nice as possible to anybody that comes in my house or office or whatever. Right. Like offer a beer or water. Rare, right. Rare is the time they'll take the beer, but they they appreciate it. And then you usually, it's if you're nicer to customer service, you usually get more out of them. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's that's building a brand on one of the pillars of their company, like Zappos. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not even sure if Zappos is the company I'm trying to use, but you, you understand that. Well, you know, and a, another good company, and because we have one here in, in in Tampa where we are, is Nordstrom, and they are renowned for their customer service. You can return any article of clothing, even if it's been worn, and you can take it back, and they'll give you a refund. Um, you know, they sometimes they're overly helpful um, with how much, you know, attention you get while you're shopping and, and getting rooms started for you for, for fitting rooms and all that stuff. But I'd rather than be over helpful than under helpful because you compare Nordstrom's to going to Macy's or another store, Dillard's, where you there's registers that aren't even open and right. you can't find anyone to do anything for you. Um you know, it's that is part of their brand. That's part of who they are. Is there's always someone there to help you. You're not gonna, you're not gonna go at this uh, shopping expedition alone when you go into Nordstrom. Right. So, and a lot of people like that. And you you, know? pay, you pay a premium. It's embedded in the cost. Yeah, bit. and that's the and that's the brands that they sell, and that's the right. you know they they have that you know worked into their business model and with you know the clothing markup and everything. But it's also the experience that you get. It's the nice clean you know the nice clean store that you have. Um, but they also have a variety of other, of other services there that most people don't even, don't even know about, um, such as personal shopping, um, tailoring, uh, the, they have people there who will shine your shoes for you. Um, if you go in with like an older pair of shoes that you have. So those are really cool aspects that a lot of people don't incorporate and that's customer service. I mean, having those readily available for the customer is, it's great customer service and that's worked into their branding that once you go there, you know that, and you have that sense of comfort shopping at their store. So, yeah, I I totally agree. It's it's uh it's one of those things. And after a while, the economies of scale come at play. That your margin gets bigger because all you're doing is trying to you're you're having that customer service that you already know is there. Mm-hmm. Then you can work from there on with whatever clothing lines you're working with on the markup, right. uh, because you've already built this brand that's already high end. You know, you're the Tesla of, of department yep. stores. Um, and uh, it's one of those things where I, I, I don't want to get, I'm, I can get on Tangent Highway. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm trying You've to, been hon- there I'm honing myself in. I get so excited. And then there's so many arms to, to you know, creating a small business or getting an idea going that I'll, I'll just sprawl out everywhere. And then we don't get anywhere like right. our last episode. So <laughs> here's the real, I want to try to give, we don't have to do some flashy kind of uh, audio like uh, sports uh, radios. Like uh, when they break in, it's like free advice, <laughs> you know, like one of those. Turn uh, up the volume now. Right. Uh, so I want to give like a segment each podcast or week episode where we can do realistic free advice. Right. And the simple brand book is where you have an idea, you want to do a startup where you want to open a restaurant 
you have a small business idea, um, an easy, it's not easy, but a thing you should do and keep looking into is uh, having that those brand elements. Uh, Caleb already touched on it. Having a logo. Right. Have a logo. Have it. Well, first off, have a name. Ha- have a name. Have you, a name. You might want to have a name. Have a name. And this is what I tell a lot of people. If it's if it's like a local service, you're a barber or a hairstylist or you're uh, a mechanic, you're something that's going to be local, but you just want to start your own shop, uh, restaurant. Uh, do your research. Google. You think of some names, but Google them. Right. If it if there's hair by um, Missy and you want to be hair by Misty, that's a bad name that's for your area. Yeah. That's confusing if people are trying to find you. Right. So I always say when you're doing like a brand creation uh, and name creation, you know, it's two things. It's like, all right, does this make sense? And you have to think of people as really dumb. And I don't. Yeah. I keep saying that, I but I I am the same way too. But but you have to assume that when you know that these people have no other knowledge of of your company or your brand. So in your name, you either want to do one of two things. You want to create curiosity for them to dig in to to find out more about it, mm-hmm. um, such as the made up names Google, um, you know. Uber is not necessarily a made-up name, but it's it's they're names that stand out, and that's getting a little bit further away those from the big. local because those are big, exactly. Yeah. But you want to have something where people can identify immediately your name with what you are. So hair by Misty, there's not too many other things that your business can be uh, other than a hairdresser. If the name of your business is hair by Misty or hair by Missy. Um, so you, you, you want to, and you want to be able to differentiate b- between the two. So like law said, uh, if, if you've got a hair by Misty already going and your name is Missy, pick another name, right? Something that's straightforward and easy, No, pick um, something but that's that going to be identifiable. That has something to do with you, what you're interested in. It, 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 it belongs in the sector right. that you're in. It could be like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good name, uh, you know, uh, quaff or something like that. I'm sorry. Hard to spell. So that's gotcha. bad. Hold on. Let me, I can do this. Uh, <laughs> is that with a Q? Well, I'm trying to think of something that's like, it's a little, it's a little left to center, uh, but it'll okay. stick in your mind. That's why we loved Waterloo as a name. Yeah. Because it is like, and that's another good example. You know, I know we've already talked yeah. about them, but I, I, I think with their branding and, um, I would challenge anyone who's listening. I know we've already plugged them earlier in the segment, but go to waterloowashrooms.com and uh, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. The The logo is clean. It's easy on the eyes. It's easy to dissect immediately what Waterloo is, what they do, what their service, what kind of service they provide and what kind of role they fill. Um, again, all on a very, very easy, simple, you know, understanding. But also it was like, all right, we need to incorporate this. This Waterloo's a a, uh, a city. Everybody or the Battle of Waterloo is something mm-hmm. everybody kind of knows, right? But nothing doesn't really know, right? They've heard of it. Y- you know, you know what it what it is. You don't know what it was about or, or most how people it came know about. Napoleon was involved. Okay, uh, you that's know, new to me. I think I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Um, and so that's w- and it had the part Lou. We wanted this is another thing when you're doing a name creation. Y- you need to kind of exclude 
some of the uh, attributes of the business. So we're you need to exclude some terms. We weren't going to go potty. We weren't going to go thrown. Right. We weren't going to go can, outhouse, any of that, because that already knocks us down a peg yeah. as far as a name. Um, that already makes us in the porta potty realm. Yeah, there, there's an immediate recognition, and th- that's not always uh, a good thing, depending on where the consumer puts you with their first, you know, their their immediate thoughts of, of your name. And one thing I like to do when I'm 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 spitballing names is how would someone say this? Oh, are you getting a loo? Are you are you getting a Waterloo washroom? Those right. those sound like turning them into a bit of a slang term. Yeah, are you getting yeah. Waterloo? Oh yeah, call Waterloo. You know, mm-hmm. how would someone say this uh, casually? Well, right. Yeah. Um, and so that I think is just like kind of go through it as a customer as well. Hey, I I go to hair by Misty or Missy. You know, like that's t- way too general, vague. We're 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 plugging way too much for free the Missy and Misty for, for their hair services. Doesn't exist, but not in the area at least. Did you, did you Google this? Yeah. Were you on Sunbiz? I was helping someone out. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I think she went with Allure, uh, mm. which it's rich. You know, in the Brandon, Florida area, there's four hundred thousand people, right? Right. Uh, that's her target market. No one starts their salon with the name Allure. It's a little. It does get muddled with other like. I think there's a clothing store. There's something else. Like but if there was a fishing company that sold a single lure, that could be a little... <laughs> you might get mixed up there and end up in the wrong parking lot, but I think you'd, you'd steer clear of that. Hashtag puns. Um, and so I think name creation has to start with that, that right? Right. Uh, and here's another thing I like to do is if I'm waffling between a couple, mm-hmm. take, a, uh, take a Google form, uh, and make a vote. So say there you, you have two or three, and then I email it out to like fifty friends of mine t- or ten friends of mine. I trust their opinion. Right. Which do you like better as a name? And you just did your own little focus group, but it has to be people that that you know are you know either successful or they have they have good opinions. Right. In the business area. You don't want to send it to the friend who you know is going to argue with you just for the sake of arguing with you. Right. Because we all have that friend. If you say anything about the Buccaneers or if you say anything about a presidential candidate, you just opened up a can of worms and you're going to be talking about politics that neither of you are qualified to talk about for the next two days. Right. So, I, and, and, you know, I started a, a, a company <clears throat> a little while back called The Scouting Block. And uh, what the scouting block does is um, it makes recruiting videos for high school baseball players specifically uh, to send to colleges and to pro scouts in order to gain more exposure um, at either earning a scholarship or playing baseball at the next level, whatever that next level may be. Um, and when I was developing the company and coming up with, um, you know, the, the branding scheme, the name, everything that we're talking about today, um, I asked a lot of different people, you know, what do you think of the scouting block? And I think I got too caught up in I want everyone to give me approval on this name. Then I'll know it's the right name instead of just saying, let's only ask a couple people, a couple valued opinions and hear what they have to say. And if generally they say, yeah, it's a great name. I think it's easy. It, I get it. It goes well. The, you know, I see the logo. The logo looks good then you're you're good to go. I mean, this isn't something that, you know, 
for six months, you need to be polling everyone you know about the name of your small business. Yeah. You know, get get something, something that makes sense, something that that's clean, easy and dissectable. And and let's move on from it, because I think there there's nothing worse than you can talk yourself out of anything. Oh, yeah. A- and there's millions and, and billions of names out there that you could name your company. Get, you know, find a good one, get some sound advice and then move on because it shouldn't be something that you lose sleep over. Right. It should be something that if it sounds good to you, get a couple good opinions and then go from there. And um, if you if you are a person that has a good compass, trust your instinct. Right. right, right. And so uh, I've got another point to that, but I, I'll use our company as an example. Mm-hmm. I like Tokabaga uh, Consulting. I know it's... Uh, it's a little obscure, but I knew what we we're going to have to brand it a little bit different with Toco Works. Right. And there's also scalability with it. This is this mm-hmm. is kind of the second point I was going to make. If you're thinking of a um, if you're thinking of a startup or a small business that you're like, "Hey, I maybe this thing will take off. It right. may, maybe this retail store will expand one day." You don't want to keep it so um, Again, don't create your own glass ceiling with the name, mm-hmm. right? So the reason I like I liked Toka Tokabaga was that it had um, it had roots from Tampa because yeah. we're gonna we're really gonna be regional most of the time. Mm-hmm. We have some clients outside of the area, but I know competitively, we know our strength is gonna be these uh, these handshake relationships that we're right. meeting people in person. We're doing the holistic, uh, you know, we have a campfire logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of like that theme as, as like, you know, we're going to collaborate. We're going to sit around and kind of figure this out. Yeah. Uh, and just so, so I don't know if a, a lot of people know where Tokobaba that I was, I was derives to from. That. Do you want to, do you want to get into that? So it's the Indian tribe that was in the Tampa Bay area. The, uh, the safety Harbor region, I think is where it was. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay area. Which is, you know, uh, across the Bay from Tampa or yeah. considered part of the Bay. And, uh, and there they named, uh, the city of Tampa, uh, Tampa mm-hmm. means sticks of fire. So yep. hence the campfire logo. So it has a, a, a deeper root to it and then i knew no no one can spell tokabaga or they'll forget it because it's just kind of silly right um plus it's it's already a beer uh made by cigar city brewing right um, incredibly popular and so uh tokabaga red ale and so mm. it's one of those uh things where i was like well let's just call us toko works and then that'll be easier to remember uh, an email Yep. At Toco works yeah. is easy to Fl- spell. Flows a little better. We can do, and then it's scalable. Once we've already started talking about, you know, uh, working on in-house projects, and that'll be Toco Labs. Yep. And uh, you know, we may divide a bunch of things up. Uh, we may just keep. Uh, one day, I hope we just have a a small business sector. You know, Toco small business, and then to you know consulting on the other side. Right. Uh, so it, it gives us that scalability. Um, it's, it's a short name. Brevity is the soul mm-hmm. of wit. Um, and I think having those roots in here without having to be like, we're the, we're Tampa Bay, Tokabaga. Yeah. That I, anytime you, know. you, you know, if your goal is to just stay regional and to just stay in a certain, certain area, then 
by all means, you you can branch off, and it kind of gives it that franchise feel to it, which isn't always a bad thing. It just depends on what you're going for. But um, you know, if we ended up being uh, Tokobaga Consulting of Tampa Bay, yeah, you know, then then that's that's one thing you can do. Uh, but to like you said, to keep it scalable, to uh, to not create your own glass ceiling, um, just Tokobaga Consulting or Toko Works for short. It just makes it easy, and it makes it. Um, uh, just more recognizable right you know uh, to somebody you you know the goal of this thing is not to close off our um our clientele to just tampa while this is where we're from where our roots have uh been dug in deep um we want to help and, and there, there's a a really different thing going on in tampa right now as far as growth within the city and within small business um, corporations there's incredible growth happening now and that's going to continue to happen for the next um, who knows how many years to come um, but that's for another episode <laughs> but for, <laughs> that's for a few episodes um, but in in you know if someone calls us from Seattle and says hey we saw your work we saw you know some of the companies that you've helped we want to get on board with you guys um, we've got someone yeah. So no, we we do like they already did. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of those things where you don't want them to 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 feel that we're closed off just to to working in Tampa. Right. That we're able to take clients nationally and globally and to assist them in their needs of growing their business. So a scalable name is huge. Um, obviously, if you're just starting a service industry, you're 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 starting a restaurant. You just want to get through year three. You know, just make it open-ended so that if mm -hmm. you did open a second location somewhere you're not you know let's say you're in uh nashville but you want to open a second location in st louis right you know it's across state lines or something and it, the reference might not might get lost yeah uh so make it open-ended a little bit if but not too general where you're like uh this is glenn's glenn's bar you know Go to Glenn's. Yeah, have a little a little bit of a differentiation. So that we've talked a lot about name creation. I think that's kind of a lot of it uh, anymore. And I think we have to start charging. This is a free podcast. Yeah. By, by the, the way, way, this is totally free. So free. tell tell your friends about it. Um, you know, tell everyone you know. If you're sitting next to a coworker right now, take your headphones out, man. Unplug hey the jack and just let it play through the speakers. So they will thank you. And you can, you should also, if you can't think of a name, you should have a, a name in place while you're working on that. Like right. uh, Waterloo was refined watershed before we figured out a name, mm -hmm. and that's your, that's like a working title. Mo some yeah. movies have working titles. Like Absolutely. That. Uh, books have working titles. It just keeps a placeholder so that when you're talking about it with anybody that might be on your team. They know what you're referencing to. Right. And then uh, it'll also keep you going. You know, you're driving in the car, that shower thoughts, whatever. Yep. Uh, that That's a, take a walk. Literally, that's going to be the best way to. I know for me, some of my, you know, I, I like I like to dream on things. I like to um, think of possibilities and wh how big things could get or even um, on a small level, how successful things could get just staying you know, relatively small and local. Yeah. Um, but the showers, I don't know why. The shower is where I do most of that thinking and dreaming. It's because you can't, there's there's science behind it. It's because you can't, uh, you can only really focus on that. You, you can't mm -hmm. bring headphones in with you. Yeah. Uh, you so might, a phone. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and you've also like kind of, 
subconsciously trained yourself that like this is an area of I'm free, safe here a free for form now. thought and beating right. off without okay. your girl knowing okay uh, so uh, <laughs> i gotta throw in some some right, dick we, jokes yeah there's got to be dick jokes okay so name creation we've given a lot uh and if you want to hit us up on uh, facebook twitter uh instagram we'll We'll try to answer you back or try to bring your questions on to the next podcast episode. The, I, I want to try to get this free advice out. Uh, and this is what I tell a lot of people that want to start their own thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So you have a name, right? You need a logo. You're not, the cr- you're not a creative type. You don't know how to do it. Start drawing it on a legal yep. pad, right? Uh, there's sites like, you know, if you're not using us, there's sites like 99designs. Yeah. Uh, that's a uh, it's a great site. Uh, you can go on Fiverr. Yep. I think Ninety Nine Design uh, makes uh, artists compete. So you put out the idea, yep. and like a you could take a phone picture of what you drew on a notepad, and then they compete for your business. They'll yeah you'll you'll get multiple mockups to choose from, and uh, whichever one you pick, that artist will then go in and make a make a rendering, and they'll give you a couple different uh, files that you're able to use probably a vector file and um, some different sizes so that you can have stuff for social media. You can have stuff for uh, your website. So, and, and I believe you don't pay until you find that design, right? Until you get one that you're happy with. So that's a really, really great option to use. Now keep in mind, um, these are, you're paying for the work that you're going to, you're getting the work that you're paying for. Yeah. Um, so you pay $99 for a logo you're going to get $99 worth of a logo. Um, so now, if you're just looking for a place to start, you know, you want to do some hair, you know, you're misty, you just got your license, right. want to cut up some hair, maybe that's not a bad place to start. You want to do like a, a, a blow dryer, two blow dryers crossing each other, mm. you know, that hipster thing we've yeah, been talking no, about. I mean, that is, that's great. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, 99 designs is good fiverr can get you started too fiverr can get you started fiverr is about uh, a five dollar base cost yep um to get um what they would uh just kind of consider their their base package of if you need a logo five dollars you for five bucks i mean you you can you can get stuff work that you don't like and go back in and, and try to hire someone else to do it um, so even if you do it a couple times, it's still super affordable, but what it does, uh, you know, what these sites do, um, they make your idea real. Right. Um, and that's the exciting part of, of having a logo and starting a business and having this idea that you had that you called your friends about, um, and that you've been, you know, typing away in a word document or an Evernote document on for different notes and creating a business plan for it, it makes it real for the first time. And uh, I remember the first time I saw uh, my logo for the scouting block um, was years ago. And I was blown away. And I swear it sounds corny, but it was one of the happier days of my life. Not the happiest. But it, it made something that I had spent so much time in my head and on pen to paper put so much time into. It made it real and tangible. And it uh, was something to just be incredibly proud of. Um, yeah. So it is. It is something tangible. That, that's huge. And that's and that's really what where you want to get to. You want your customers not to feel like, oh, this is just a, a side job for this person, or this is just a hobby of theirs that they're trying to charge me for. You want people to feel like this is a real company because yep. it is. 
so the next part of this, and this is kind of it's kind of part of the logo as well, mm-hmm. is uh, you need a color scheme. And, Absolutely. And uh, we both come from a sports background, but uh, I think, I mean, those are kind of to me, those are some of the best brands uh, that represent, you know, this this thing that kind of doesn't really exist. You right. know, why why is uh, the titans you know why are the the baby blue yeah there's a there's a logic behind it for our company there's psychological um yeah you know reasoning by by some of these logos and by certain uh color pairings that people use typically um you know when you look at sports teams they're the best at at this yeah because they've a they've been around for so long Except um, for the Browns. Oh God, they're terrible. It's unbelievable. Well, here's bad. what you can learn from the Cleveland Browns is a, a, a darkish bright orange with a brown. It's not contrasting enough. Right. You need contrasting colors. Well, you need, you need a, a red and a blue. You need a green and a yellow. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of times, I mean. Be tough for the Browns, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or the the Redskins um with the uh the, the yellow and red. Right. Uh, I mean that's it's a muted it's a muted yeah. maroon. But uh, that's generous look, though. That's generous. But let's look at this from a uh Or the Chiefs even. But l- let's look at it from a restaurant. Okay. Uh green's a great color. Light green. Yeah. If it's a healthy fresh. Uh yeah, you think fresh. Yeah. Uh if you're looking, if it's brown or black, you're thinking what? Yeah. You're thinking roaches maybe in yeah. here. Uh, yeah. Poop, maybe. Yeah. You're you're not thinking cleanliness. Stool. So like you want to you want to uh, skew towards white, you know. Right. Bright, light clean, colors. airy yeah. colors that are, and and not only are they uh, they inviting and they're easy to look at, but they just put a good perception in your head. Now, if you're a um motorcycle retailer you probably want black you want these dark you want a little browns. more hardcore a yeah. little more edgy that's okay but not when you're dealing with food no you know when you're dealing with something that people want to be perceived as clean um if you're a motorcycle shop it, whether you sell motorcycles or uh y- you work on them as, as like an automotive technician you you want to be dirty. That's a symbol of hard work. That's yeah. a symbol of we're we're putting in the work. We're getting our our hands dirty, and that's a great thing. Um, I don't want dirty hands in my food. Right. I don't want and sweat and in it, my chicken fettuccine Alfredo. And it sounds silly that we're we're associating colors, but you're most people actually do it without realizing. Well, this happens subconsciously, right? In every single decision that we make, right? I mean, when you go to the grocery store, and you're picking out. Uh, tea you're picking out some sort of tea to 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 brew or to steep sorry let me get my tea terms right to steep well done there we go um you're you're you don't know anything about tea what you you don't know what you're looking for you're just looking at the box and you say that looks like that looks like great tea oh it's green you don't like colored you've never had it an asian fella there yeah i don't know what he has to do with you just you just befriended a girl on facebook who likes yoga so you're going to buy tea right because you want to be more zen right you don't know so you go and look at the box and yeah i got this one yeah and that's how you that's how we make decisions yeah i mean we just go around and we say man i want to be associated with that i'll pay x amount of dollars to do it and now i just made a purchase yeah and you know and then if you're in a a, a grocery store is a great uh kind of example um because if you're in a you have a lot of competition right Mm -hmm. Um, you, 
you need a different shade of green than the other. Whole Foods and Publix are different shades of green, yeah. but also recognizable. Very recognizable. At the same time. Well, and, and put Sweet Bay in there as well. Sure. Sweet Bay has a... I wouldn't they, put them in a good brand. I wouldn't put them in a good brand because they have purple. And I don't really like brands with purple. I, yeah, not many foods. I gotta be honest. That shitty lettuce... As purple, you know, like yeah, I think of the grimace. There's like purple cauliflower now, which is almost like the hipster cauliflower. No thanks. Where it's like we're different. It, Trader Joe's yeah. has a very cleanly, uh-huh. humble image. Yeah, except their parking situation, man. I can't. Everywhere. I can't buy in. At every Trader Joe's I've ever been to. I just. All right, look, we'll, okay. we're, gonna, we're gonna get down that way. Okay. So, color scheme's big. Uh, there's a, a lot of sites uh, that I've stumbled upon. If you look up hex color schemes. Um, there's actually like templates for you to look at, and that shit's free. Like the stuff we're giving you is very cost effective or free. Like uh, people just need to get started in a lot of ways. And if you have a favorite sports team or uh, other company in a different industry, just start with those colors and then go. I need to tweak it a little bit this way and this way. I need to make this gold a little bit more bright yellow or whatever you need to do. Yeah. Um, guys, if you want to do yourself a favor, if you're sitting here and you're saying, man, uh, I've got an idea, I've got a logo, got a name, what color should I use? What do I want to shoot for for colors? I mean, you can literally go type in Google hex color schemes. The first thing that comes up, color-hex.com. I mean, I literally am typing this in right now. Guys, there are 258 pages of color schemes. Yep. I mean, just full of... Have at it. Just go. I mean, it's that easy. So if this is something you want to do, it's something you're looking at, just be willing to put in some of the FaceTime with the computer and to sit down and just think about what it is you want and to have the ability to just go find it. And don't do this on your phone. Don't. Yeah. It's do got not your do it on your phone. finger oil all over the shit. Just you can't stop. see it clearly. Just put your phone down. Yeah. Okay. If you don't have a laptop, just go find a friend yeah. or something. Go to the library where all the homeless guys are hanging out. Uh so, simple brand book. Um, we've got name creation, logo creation, color scheme. Right. Um, you need iterations of those logos. Mm-hmm. So you need you alternate wa- logo view one. Right. So if you have all right, my logo is yellow. Or no, ooh, mm-hmm. I already forgot about this uh, font. Yes. Now, Font. Fonts can drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. This is what I tell everybody. Fonts kind of like picking a name. Yeah, it's kind of like if 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 you, you you think it's good and you get feedback from your inner circle and they don't have a problem with it, let's let's roll. And so font is big. If you use Comic Sans, I'm not coming into whatever business no, you have. I'm not. It 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 Comic Sans font looks like uh, those uh, those like email um, chain letters I get. They're all in right. Comic Sans. Yep. Or anti-Obama. That's because they're all from 96. <laughs> I get anti-Obama ones, and it's all in Comic Sans. It's really funny. My redneck friends love to send it to me because they think <laughs> I'm a Democrat. Mo- most chain chain letter emails are in Comic Sans as well? M- most shitty businesses have Comic Sans, uh, and that I, I won't even... I freak. Uh, like, that's... that's a re- It's a red flag. It's a red... It's a, yeah. yeah, it's Not a bad. challenge flag. It's a red right. flag. And so... Fun it can it, it can drive you nuts, but don't reinvent the wheel. Like if uh, there's also if uh, if you can type in you know font schemes you know to get started oh, yeah. or something like that. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Futura, uh, Futura, yep. whatever. And I know this may be lost on a lot of people that are listening to this, but 
Uh, Guys, get your computer out and you, follow along. You got to get curious, it's right? Not, this isn't this isn't that tough. There's a reason Nike has uh, Helvetica mm-hmm. Bold. Uh, yep. They they cornered that. No one else is going to do that. But it's easy that everybody can make their own Nike shirt if they wanted to on Zazzle. Yep. Um, that has some saying of like something Allen Iverson would say only <laughs> like. <laughs> Like uh, those are my favorite. Like Practice. the most unathletic people wearing shit. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, who got next? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, no, no one's, no, no one's got next, bro. Um, and so you sure as hell aren't on the court. So you got to think of a font. You have your main font. You have your H one, H two, H three fonts, which are your headlines, uh, and then you have your display text on your site, which is like if you were writing a blog post, mm-hmm. that would be. Open sand stuff is always great. Uh, you can't go wrong with uh, Arial. Uh, I mean, that's eh, a little old school, eh. but legible across all websites. Um, and then what's my other go-to? Uh, impact I like if you're going for like a bold. Yep. Im- impact is good. Impact is nice. I mean, we could go on for <laughs> fonts. I mean, this is <laughs> this is Font crazy. talk. Um, so... That's gonna that we you know what we're gonna do a separate podcast just on fonts. Be sure to look out for that. That'll be Josh. That's Josh gonna be coming up for that. Our, uh, our creative chair. But um, anything you found while you're googling? Uh, you know the the basic Microsoft publisher font themes. Um, it's, some of these more traditional ones to me are just a little outdated. Um, you know, especially you know we say all the time here. Um, at, at Toco Works when we're, we're talking to people and we're talking to companies, you know, our goal to start people out who we see a lot of companies that are, um, and it's not, a, it's not a jab at them, but they're, they're pretty far behind on their branding, on their logo schemes. A lot of these companies who have uh, been, you know, successful and stuck around, but they need revamping. Yeah. Um, their logos were, were made when the company was founded and there's nothing wrong with that, but you've got to stay with the times. So one of the things we say to these people are, um, Hey, you know, this initial meeting, what we're going to do is we're going to get you caught up to 2015, you know, and soon to be 2016 standards. um, And then we're going to go from there. Yeah. So and usually when we show them and we bring them, hey, welcome. This is what 2015 business looks like. This is what branding in 2015 is. um, And yes, it's actually affordable. um, They're blown away. And they're like, I can't believe this. And that's not even, you know we haven't even pulled all the tricks out of the bag. Right. This is the basic, we're just getting you caught up and they're ecstatic about it. Um, and you know, not to, not to brag about what we do, but this is just the lack of, uh, you know, service. These people are used to right. the lack of creativity that they're used to, um, well, that we're, we're now bringing to them. We're changing the so game. Exactly. Though. I mean, but exactly. uh, I mean, if on. you're listening to this though, and you're like, yeah, yeah I'll do that. All right. First off, write a note. Uh, like you have a business idea, just write a note on your hand. That's what I do because if I write it That's down, that's what hands are for. I won't lose yeah. my hand unless I'm spray painting in Singapore or something. Uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. It's you get cane. Off. That's coming uh, Or you lose your hand, I think. But write it down. Go. I'm gonna circle back to this later. But um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Oh, and y- this is one of the best lessons I got. Um, from people much smarter than I am. Uh, if you keep having, 
like you need you're like all right i know this idea needs something tangible like a brand that i can look at but i'll do it later i'll keep doing it i'll do it later It, it becomes that that box that's been sitting there at your house yep. that you walk around to get to your bedroom yeah. every night instead of dealing with it instead of just going uh i should just start moving this somewhere i have right. to figure this out and that's what i tell a lot of people just start just start yeah. just start with a pin and a pad just start there uh start doodling that's a good creative exercise too is to just sit down and just draw for a little bit yeah uh like you're like you're a kid You'll be surprised sometimes you can kind of go, you'll stumble upon some. It feels silly a little bit, but, you know, if you just start to go, it, it may not uh, garner anything. You may not get anything out of it the first time you do it. Right. But it will get your brain thinking about it. And then it comes into the shower thoughts mm-hmm. and driving and walking, uh, thinking about it. Then you can't sleep. Then you might, then when you're out talking with friends, you might find a friend that's a little bit more creative that can help you. You can spitball. You might call Toko Works. You might call us. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't want this to be too much of an ad for us. Right, but right. Uh, this is what we're experiencing. This is what we're going through with a lot of people. And as Caleb was saying, we just try to keep people to like 2015. Let's just get you to the right now. Yeah. The present. Your Comic Sans font on your business cards look like uh, you look like a clown that murders people. Like... That's yeah, it's it, and it's almost like you know when you, when you when you meet people and your your business cards kind of kind of look like you are in like a, a pyramid business. Yeah, and it's kind of like oh cool you made this on Word and like it's not even like your product or do service. Do not do Visaprint. Yeah, do, yeah, do not. And s- sorry if we just lost a sponsor there. Fuck uh, them. <laughs> yeah, I it's, can tell a Visaprint it, card when I see one. But it is it is flimsy the printing is cheap but if you're if you're just trying to get started it's free yeah but there's so many other options you could use other than here's here's i'm talking about the people who are doing like a home jewelry or they're doing something stay-at-home mom business something but i i would i i don't know that i would recommend i always say get the person's information don't even worry about business card usually just say i ran out yeah. I try to get the person's info. Do you know how many times I've told people I ran out of business cards and I never had one to then begin you're in, with? Then you're in control of that that relationship yeah. starting. You you have the follow up power. We should we got to do right. an episode oh of yeah. follow up. Oh yeah, there All will right. be. Well, look, we're 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 butting up against an hour. Uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna post when we post this episode. We'll post what a sample brand book looks like. It's a one sheeter. We do it for a lot of companies. Uh, it's called. Uh, it's part of our phase one mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of companies. Let's get you a simple brand book. So if we're not around and you need to know uh, what fonts you use or what color hex colors, yep. hex colors are like your code color for. Uh, it'll be like pound sign, number sign, hashtag, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> uh, and then it'll have a six-digit code, just like if you went to Lowe's or Home Depot to get paint. They all have a color code. Yep. Same thing with the online stuff. And then uh, they they have that as a go-to brand. So if they're like, oh, we're doing a traditional ad in in the newspaper, uh, you can give them that info. Mm-hmm. And they'll know how to do it if they're doing some editing for you. So uh, we'll post what that looks like on their site. Did we mention this is free? God damn. People pay like... Unbelievable. People pay seminars like two grand for this shit. Yeah. 
So yeah, um, these are the times we're living in. You got anything else? I got nothing else, man. All right, That's this it. one was a little bit more honed. We stayed, we stayed on uh, the branding, how to get your brand book going. And, and if anyone can shoot us an email on how many times we said the word brand or branding, I'd appreciate that. You can email that to Caleb at TocoWorks.com. Yep. Just interested. Want to? We wanna, didn't want to get that count. We didn't even get to the douchey part of uh, of branding, but we'll get there one day. We didn't even get to the guy in the, with his hair gelled at the gym of branding yet. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Pretty much. Gotcha. Yeah. I control my brand. Um, all right. Uh, for Caleb, I'm Law. Uh, Hit us up, let us know, hit us on all the social media, and we'll uh, we'll be we'll be around next time. This morning.